Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It is. And The Zone Sports Network. Obviously some exciting news that came down just earlier this week with Utah scheduling a home-and-home home with the Florida Gators. Is that something you take to some of your younger guys? As, what, what were your thoughts and emotions and about that being scheduled? Elated. I mean, it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to go down and do a recruiting footprint of ours and and uh, play a game, and and that will help in that Florida recruiting. And and uh, you know, it's very very similar feelings as what we had when we had the Michigan game scheduled a few years back, and and get a home and home with those guys. You know, to have a team first of all to be able to play in the swamp. You know, a, a, one of those uh, venues in college football that's got a lot of history and a lot of a lot of uh, you know just. Uh, just you know, a great, uh, great environment. I mean, it's a great environment, and then to have a team like Florida coming into our place. I mean, that's a to us, that's a very positive thing. And and uh, like I said, with all the players and the you know the recruiting that we've done in Florida and, and hope to do in the future, that's going to be a positive in that respect. Well, also too, it's got to be good that you have the relationship with BYU that uh, the two athletic directors are able to put that aside for a couple of years to allow that to happen, and then still add on games on the back end to make sure that that rivalry still play, stays in place. Exactly, exactly, and so I think it was win-win uh, across the board, and and uh, you know there may come a time when we're on the other end of that, and we need to to uh, to you know make modifications in the schedule. And it's good to work with each other like that. Gordon, a few things stood out to me uh, about that answer when Kyle Whittingham was on with Hanson Scotty earlier today, and we'll play that conversation for you coming up at uh, at three thirty. But then uh, this plays into your column today, obviously up sltrib.com, but. That wit went right to being excited to play Florida is no surprise, based on what you told us yesterday about how Kyle Whittingham feels about the rivalry game. That he's, yes. that, and then Scotty had to follow up to get him to talk about the remainder of the BYU series. But he even mentioned what you were talking about yesterday, how they can just uh, – it may happen to them or something like that may happen in the future. That really, extension, mention, nothing is ironclad. It's all just BS. It's it's BS, and I admire Kyle Whittingham because he usually is fairly straightforward. That's just a BS answer. Come on. What about San Diego State and Weber State? What about Baylor? What about those teams? You know what? You don't have to supplant BYU because you're playing Florida. Uh, that's just cloud. That's just make clouding up the whole issue. It's either or. It's not either or. If it's a priority, you can find a way to make it work. Kyle Whittingham hates that rivalry game. He doesn't want to play that game. So, I mean, but people want to see that game played. Well, they want to see both teams. I mean, what Utah fan doesn't want to see the Utes play Florida? I mean, that is, that's a half-truth. I get that, yeah. That part of it is really good. But you can do both. You can play Florida and BYU. You don't have to supplant one with the other. This is all part of the smokescreen that comes up. And maybe it's more convenient. Because, you know, Tom Homo is sit there and bob his head up and down and say, yeah, Mark, okay, we'll do it, we'll do it that way. Because we, we, uh, we won't rip you off the way maybe another opponent would. But it's a priority. It should be a priority in this state to have it happen. And it's happened for 100 years. And that's the best reason to keep it going. You know, things ebb and flow. Everything ebbs and flows. The Utes are, are, are dominant over the Cougars. The Cougars are dominant over the Utes. The Utes are dominant over the Cougars. All this stuff changes. A bunch of stuff changes. But th- this game has been constant throughout, except for that Michigan mistake. 
It's not a Michigan mistake. It was a Fresno State mistake because they played Fresno State. Again, it's not either or. You can find a way to make it work. And so that that's my thought on it. And I think a lot of people agree with me. Now there are a lot of people who disagree with me. And that's okay, too. I mean, that's what sports should be about. Different people having different opinions about it. But I do know it's very popular in this state based on the surveys that have been done. I know there are some Ute fans who love the trash talk. Oh, we're, we don't need to play BYU. It's, uh, they're, they're, they're just dogs down there. They add no value. You know, also, you know uh, I heard BYU fans say the same thing back in the 80s. All right. Uh, one quick observation before I, I comment on what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign number one that there's a new sheriff in town at the athletic department for Utah. You know what it is? What? If Chris Hill were still running the show, they would have made this Florida announcement on media day for BYU. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Because he did that with Michigan, which I always found funny. Right, media day is just about to get started at BYU and out goes the release. Basically, uh, postponing the rivalry for two days, which uh, which I found funny, I suppose. Uh, but I, it is interesting how they're skirting that issue and making it sound like a a BYU or Florida type of thing. When I'm, I'm with you, that's not the case. There are certainly some other things that you can do, but that's how it's being couched. Well, and sold. that might be the most convenient way to do it. It certainly is. But, but it, it, again, it should be prioritized because people want to see the blue and the red play on the field against one another. These are the one thing that will never change, and I mentioned this in the column, and you could read the column and disagree with me, whatever. I mean, we all have our own thoughts on it, but the schools will always be 45 miles apart, whatever they are. Yep. Exactly. The, 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 the people will, uh, Utah fans and BYU fans will work in the same workspaces together. They will go to church together. Their kids will go to school together. They they have they they may live together. I mean, my family is is uh, split between Utah BYU and Utah State. I mean, it's it's and that, there are a lot of families in this state that are that way, and because of that proximity, that's the reason that folks want to see the game continue. And I, right now, I know Utah's on top. They've won nine straight. They're in the Pac-12, and BYU is out there floating alone and trying to make its way. But I'm telling you, this thing is no more dominant now than it was when Lavelle was kicking the crap out of Utah every single year. Uh, when was that, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, whatever it was. It was every bit as dominant the other way. Now, they were in the same conference, but a lot of people wanted BYU to get out of the whack and do something because they had a national name. They were building a national name. Whether you agree with it or not, they won a freaking national championship. And Utah was practically nothing back then. And so these things do change over time, over the long run. But what is the constant through it all that these two teams play? Uh, I'm glad you kind of took the the discussion in that direction because I was going to ask you, uh, do you have any sympathy for the fact that they are not in a conference any longer because we in the same conference because we've seen rivalries continue or or exist when they're not in the same conference a la Clemson South Carolina mm-hmm. but we've seen them come to a, an end completely a la Texas Texas A&M yeah. so it's gone both ways and you can choose but people in this state football fans in this state want to see it, the game played Jake and what about the fans now again there's a portion of Utah fans who who don't care and, and like to say they don't care. But most 
of the fans in this state want to see it played. And so why not reward the fans with what they want to see? Because you can do both. I'm not saying, hey, don't play Florida. Don't sign a contract with Florida. Uh, you know, get rid. Of, you know, don't get rid of BYU. But you can have both. You can have the both both of best worlds, uh, and uh, the best of both worlds. And you, you don't have to. You have to sacrifice probably some money, you know, to make it happen. I disagree with the way he responded to uh, the. Uh the announcement that BYU will not be on the schedule, but then he doesn't like that game. And so I understand why he said what he said. Uh, and the rest of it, you know, there are certain aspects. I think the Utes are a very good team, and they, I think they're well coached for the most part. But there are little weak points that need to be attended to, and Kyle uh, mentioned a few of those. Like being able to block a twist well, up that, front. Well, that's kind of important. Yeah. And I hope that the answer to the offensive line woes is something that simple. Um, Hans has kind of backed up that uh, line of thought in his film study, and you heard what Coach Witt had to say right there, because you would think that that would be a fairly easy problem to solve, right? You know, with reps and coaching them up. I would suppose so. So If the guys are good enough, and we think the guys are good enough, and so they need to you know the same thing with that secondary going up against washington state after losing to usc this is an enormous challenge for the u defense and we have sung the praises of that defense coming into this season and uh had high expectations for it but against the uh the cougars they are gonna they're gonna have to cover every quadrant of the field uh, and their their wide receivers may not be quite as athletic as USC's, but that's the number one pass offense in the country. Yeah, it's, it's certainly going to be a challenge. I will point at that, that the, the receivers aren't as athletic, and maybe Utah will be able to get away with playing their normal defense a little bit more. But Although, although Washington State is better at what USC did than USC is. You would think so. Yeah. Well, they are statistically. And, and I don't know what happened. I watched that UCLA game, and that was just weirdness. That was weirdness. That's another thing he brought up there that I think is really important, uh, but I have no way of explaining it, and that is the the significance of momentum. Once momentum starts rolling, man, it is hard to stop. It is hard to, to, to change what's going on. In that game, though, in the UCLA-Washington State game, it was sort of rolling back and forth, but obviously UCLA had the majority of the momentum in that second half when they scored 50 points, and it was almost as though Washington State fought back. And I thought they were going to win the game when they scored late, but no, not in that game where the Bruins were just, it, it, was, it was like they were unstoppable suddenly out of nowhere. All right, what do you think? You can tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.